Hi, and welcome to Psychic Today. This is the Crystalline Exploration Series. I'm your host, Jill Roberts, and today, one of the stones in the Energy Vortex Power Pouch is Agnetite. And some key words for Agnetite is expansion of consciousness, bodily and spiritual transformation, infusion of divine fire, enhancement of latent capacities, and of course, vibrational ascension, which is a topic that is going to be um, intertwined within all the stones that I do talk about. uh, Agnetite is the name given to a variety of quartz from an island off the coast of Africa. It's a silicon dioxide mineral with a hexagonal crystal system and a hardness of seven. Its name is derived from the Sanskrit word agni, meaning fire. It is characterized by kind of reddish streaks of hematite, and they run through the pieces, almost like the stones have large areas without inclusions. Much of the material material is slightly milky and translucent. So agnetite was named for Agni, the Vedic deity of fire, who was worshipped in India some over 5,000 years ago. Many of the Vedic sacred hymns are invocations to Agni, whom the Rishis considered the supreme source of spiritual light, life force, and even immortality. Agni was fervently invited to enter the bodies of the ancient chanters of the holy mantras to illuminate their hearts, bodily tissues, consciousness, with the sacred fire carrying the divine nectar. They believe that Agni was a spiritual fire that existed in all matter, in living things, stones, and even water. In recent times, Sri Aurobindo, the mother and her disciple Satprim, rediscovered the inner significance of the Vedic tradition and worked to call the holy fire into their own bodies, their own selves. Their belief was that humanity is meant to evolve into a new species, one in spiritual union with the divine. Aurobindo saw that Agni is a very real spiritual current, which he called the supramental force, force above and beyond the mental. In his meditations, and in those taken up later in Satprim and the mother, this force was called down down into the body from above the crown chakra, filling it with spiritual fire and grounding it in the earth for the transformation of the planet as well as humanity. The reason for telling of the story is the pattern of currents that enter the body when working with agnetite echoes the descent of the supermental force described. It is initially felt in the crown and third eye as like a pulsating vibration and it pours readily downward through the heart to the lower chakras, almost immediately you can feel its current and and it becomes more and more intense. And there's a wave of a powerful vibration that reverberates through the whole body, all the way out through the feet. As I worked with the stone, I could feel like the spreading warmth. Um, Although I would not have called it fire, so to speak, um, I did feel the intensity and the warmth of the stone's currents, and I felt it increase as I worked further and further with it into its um, and received its vibrations. 
Agnetite stimulates the entire liquid crystal body matrix and helps the body learn to resonate in its vibrational unity. This shift will enhance qualities such as intuition, healing, strength of will, sense of purpose, and awareness of one's shared consciousness with that of the world at large. As one's body's currents harmonize in resonance with those of agnetite, you may um, feel an incre increased sensitivity to other crystals and stones, including those that are actually still under the ground, depending on where you are. Uh, I recommend agnetite to aid any rock hounds who are seeking stones in the wild and to those who work uh, meditatively to discover the qualities that this stone can bring about. Individuals who wish to help in the formation of the planetary crystal grid of light, which is being formed in part through the worldwide activation of the Zestulite, are urged to work with Agnetite because of its capacity to awaken and harmonize the higher vibrational potential of the body. We are called to ground the light into the earth through our bodies, and Agnetite is an exceptional aid to this activity. It's wonderful because it brings the light into the body as opposed as your consciousness going out. Um, for spiritual and self-healing, it's recommended for those who want to purify the blood and cellular tissues. It seems to act vibrationally as a detoxifying influence. At the same time, it energizes all of one's systems. This might be because the quartz and the hematite contained in agnetite work in synergy with one another. For opening up the spinal channel and awakening one's connection to supermental force, one can combine it with Tibetan techite. For developing the latent spiritual qualities, the new human species to which we are evolving, one can combine agnetite with nirvana quartz, circle stones, cryolite, and herdolite. For all this, the additional step of awakening the light body and all of the forms of azeshalites can most can be most helpful for increasing the downflow of the supermental force. Spanish aragonite is also suggested. So spiritually, agnetite stimulates the process of vibrational ascension, which allows your body and your consciousness to merge with the divine and the divine fire latent in all matter. It accelerates spiritual growth on all levels. Emotionally, agnetite awakes the capacity for spiritual ecstasy and works to heal the emotional body through the infusion of divine light. It also works with activating uh, kundalini. Um, physically, agnetite emanates a powerful energy of purification that can purge the cells of habitual patterns of de degeneration and disease. It teaches the cellular connections that Regeneration and rejuvenation are being offered to the body, the body from the divine source. This stone offers the vibrational pattern of bodily transformation, even immortality. And there's a great affirmation here um, that I want to share with you for Agnetite. And it's, I unite the whole of my being in full and joyous surrender to the divine fire of transformation and immortality. I'll say that one more time. I unite the whole of my being in full and joyous surrender to the divine fire of transformation and immortality. So 
this is an important stone that if you're going to create your own energy vortex power pouch in an organza bag, you're going to want the 17 azestulite uh, magnifier quartz and definitely agnesite besides the other stones like moldavite and naturalite. But I had spoken about them in a previous episode. Um, I want to go through the stones that are in the pouch, this energy vortex pouch, which gives you the feeling of being at a sacred, a sacred geometric site. Again, such as, you know, Mount Shasta in California or um, Stonehenge or the pyramids or the Himalayas, you know, these sites, these sacred sites have this amazing current and vibrational force. And by, by putting certain stones together, you can create that for yourself and wear it or hold it while meditating. And it's just an incredible experience. So I'll be right back with just talking about another Zestulite. Azestulites are concerned. We've already talked about a couple in past episodes. We've covered the original white azestulite, Santa Rosa azestulite, Amazes azestulite, um, and today we're going to be talking about pink azestulite, which is also known as Rhododes. Uh, here are some keywords for pink azestulite. It has a deep heart awareness. It's great with emotional healing, serenity, and compassion. The element is storm. And the chakras, of course, are the heart, which is the fourth chakra, the third eye, which is the sixth, the crown, which is the seventh, the soul star, and transpersonal and etheric chakras. So eight to 14th above the head, but like I told you before, we're dealing with the 21 chakra system, so it's gonna it's gonna be all all 21. But especially within the three heart chakras, so you have you know the heart, the heart seed, and the higher heart, and um, the third eye and the crown, and everything else above that. But concentrated in the heart. Pink azestulite, also known as rhododes, is a mixed mineral containing both quartz and dolomite. The quartz component of pink azestulite is a silicone dioxide mineral with a hexagonal crystal system and a hardness of seven on the Mohs scale of hardness. The dolomite component is a calcium mag uh, magnesium carbonate with a rhombohedral crystal system and a hardness of three and a half to four. The mixture of quartz with dolomite makes pink azestulite softer than other varieties. Uh, pink azestulite was discovered in the Rocky Mountains of the Western United States. So although pink azestulite is a mixed mineral, it is unmistakably, unmistakably an azestulite, as one recognizes when one meditates and opens to its frequencies. 
like other forms of azestulite, pink azestulite resonates rapidly through the liquid crystal body matrix. And one senses tingling over the entire surface of one's skin. That could also feel, besides the tingling, it can also feel like you have an itch somewhere. You know, when you're trying to stay very still, and all of a sudden you will feel an itch, you know, and, and you try to ignore it and it gets worse and worse. Well, these tingles can also be um, represent, you know, come out represented like a little itch here and there. So if you feel that you're getting those weird little tingly itches, that is the azestulite working. Um, as though one is being gently touched as well by innumerable tiny hands. These may be indeed the hands of the azes, the light beings who have awakened these stones to their potential and purpose. Yet even with its tingles, pink azestulite is, deeply, is a deeply soothing stone. It awakens sensitivity as it sweeps through the liquid crystal body with the pattern of the nameless light it also soothes the emotional body. It goes to the heart and seeds there the pattern of compassionate acceptance and love towards all aspects of oneself. It's an ideal stone to help lift the veil of grief or depression. So this is a great stone to work with if you are depressed or upset over the loss of someone, whether it be a death, a divorce, or just the parting of ways, loss of a job, um, in any area of your life. It doesn't, loss of a home, it doesn't necessarily have to be a person. In our culture, we're taught not to accept or love ourselves too much. We're taught that the demands and customs of culture are more important than our own self-esteem. This leads to deep fragmentation that many manifest as either a con traction of self, shame, fear, defensiveness, or what might be called an egoistic self-esteem. These are two sides of one coin and have their roots in the fragmentation of self that is rampant in human societies. Wholeness begins with wholeheartedness, and pink is a delight as it centers in our hearts and initiates the currents of compassionate self-acceptance moves towards healing our fragmentation. In meditative work, it often kindles imagery from one's past, especially moments in which emotional wounding has occurred. The compassionate heart qualities encouraged by pink azestulite wrap themselves around the images of our fragmentation and bring them into the center of our hearts. Thus, the lonely, forgotten child is comforted. Pink azestulite emanates spiritual currents of forgiving, of loving, of gentleness, softness, calm, quiet, certitude, loyalty, and heartfelt compassion. These become available to extend to others as well as to oneself. This is an excellent stone for bringing strained relationships into a state of reconciliation. It's also a great stone to use in self-care and self-love. You know, it's very important that we love ourselves first because therefore we cannot love somebody else the way they are truly meant to be loved if we're not happy within our own skin. So again, self-care is so vitally important and opening up this heart chakra is the only way you're going to 
vibrationally ascend to the higher states of consciousness, to the higher realms, or to connect with the divine. So sometimes you might feel closed off in this chakra or the three chakras of the heart. What you need to do is make sure they're balanced. And Rhoda Des is a great instrument to help you do that. It's also ideal for use by therapists, spiritual counselors, meditators, doctors, nurse, nurses, and all those who work with in helping others. It is recommended for those in law enforcement and other stressful professions to avoid inner hardening in <clears throat> actually, I'm sorry, Ugh, I don't know where I am. So it's great for people in law enforcement or any type of stress, stressful professions to avoid inner hardening. Uh, the difficulties of the world incline us all to protect ourselves with an outer shell of callousness. But in allowing this, we lose some of our humanity. Pink Light helps one stay centered and strong within the heart, expressing both truth and kindness. As one wears, carries, or meditates with Pink Light, one will notice sweet, calm, serene, yet highly activated state that is the signature of these stones. Ultimately, Zestulite's purpose is to ignite the light of the great central sun within one's heart, enabling one to become a light being in human incarnation. To be the bridges between heaven and earth is Zestulite's pattern of destiny for humanity. It is the stone of ascension, but not of departure from earth. It's the stone of awakening to wholeness, love, and enlightenment, and expressing these qualities for the good of all. In spiritual self-healing, pink essential light supports the heart, lungs, circulatory system. It's recommended for helping heal physical maladies rooted in past emotional wounds. Pink essential works synergistically with all essential as well as morganite, rose quartz, pink calcite, kunzite, and I would even uh, go as far as say pink kunzite, celestite, Rosophia, Satya Mani Quartz, Danbarite, Nirvana Quartz, and Lemurian Light Crystals. Lithium Light and Lilac Lipidolite can also enhance its soothing qualities. So spiritually, Pink Light stimulates heart awareness, compassion, empathy, and kindness. It encourages one to become a light being in human incarnation. Emotionally, pink azetulite is an ideal stone for emotional healing, soul retrieval, forgiveness, and reconciliation. It softens one's demeanor and keeps the channels of feelings open. Physically, pink azetulite supports the heart, lungs, and circulatory system. It aids self-healing in areas linked to emotional wounds. And I have a great affirmation for you. I am whole within my heart present to others from my heart, and spiritually enlightened by the divine wisdom I encounter through my heart. So we'll take that in parts. So the first part is, I am whole within my heart. Present to others from my heart, and spiritually enlightened by the divine wisdom I encounter through my heart. So pink is 
a very, it's another stone that you can use besides rose quartz or even morganite um, or pink tourmaline or pink calcite, any of the, the rose colored uh, stones to heighten the capacity of loving and compassion. Like I said before, self-care is what we have to address first before we can go through uh, an awakening period. Um, we want to, of course, remember who we are at soul level. And this is a great stone to help do that. Um, it's a great stone to meditate with. It's a great stone to carry in your pocket because of the stressful day-to-day -day lives that we lead. So it's definitely an Azestrolite that you don't just need for the energy vortex, but to use on a regular basis. So with that, I'll be back with another topic. So today, what I want to do is a guided meditation um, for clearing and centering through what's called the heart alignment. How do we center ourselves in a state of clear attentiveness? An excellent practice for this is a meditation that I came across that was developed out of the work of Rudolf Steiner. It's called heart alignment, and it's and it's something I do every time I meditate, channel, or take time out from myself. It draws together the various currents of bodies of the human being and brings one into a state of harmonious, focused attention. It seems also to have other important effects, such as strengthening the chakras and helping us develop the capacity of attention itself. So... I'm going to, there's several uh, different phases of this. So what I want you to do first is sit comfortably with your eyes closed. This can be done while standing or laying down. And we're going to start the guided meditation now. As you sit comfortably with your eyes closed, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Again, in through your nose with a long exhale out through your mouth. Let's do it one more time. In through your nose out through your mouth. Focus and attention in the center of your forehead and inwardly. In that location, fully pronounce the phrase, I am. You can do this once or more times if you feel that it increases the strength of your relaxed, full inner focus. 
allow attention to drop to the throat area. As if the attention in the forehead were flowing downward like a thick liquid. When the attention reaches the throat, spreading down from the forehead without leaving the forehead, it's coming down, down, down. When it reaches your throat, slowly pronounce inwardly the phrase, I think. Continue to allow the attention to flow downward without leaving the higher centers until it fills the heart level in the center of the chest. So it's going down, still at your third eye, down to your throat, and now it's dripping down to your heart center. Now inwardly pronounce the phrase, she feels. Holding the attention in the entire column from the forehead to the heart, allow attention to flow downward now to your solar plexus. So down from the forehead, staying there, continuing to the throat, it's still there, to your heart center, still there, and now down to your solar plexus which is your navel area. Okay, holding attention in the entire column from the forehead to the heart. Now it's at the solar plexus. When it has entered here, inwardly and slowly say the phrase, he wills. He wills. Repeat or simply dwell within the process for two or three more minutes. You will feel, feel cleared and centered and often quite refreshed. Until I started the heart alignment regularly, I didn't realize how much I tended to be scattered and unfocused and how much of my vitality was leaked away because of that. You can repeat this process several times or multiple times. Sometimes I inwardly speed up the steps or I go through them with the feeling qualities of each phrase. So again, the forehead you have, I am. At the throat you have, I think. At the heart chakra, she feels. And at the solar plexus, he wills. After some weeks of practice, I could also bring the feeling of alignment into all four chakras simultaneously. This process can eventually be done effectively in a few seconds or it can go on as long as you like. It's a good way to calm the body for sleep as well as being an excellent preparation for working with the crystals or for any meditative work. So I want you to continue to do this for 
the next couple weeks, and then I will do a guided meditation on what's the full heart alignment. So remember, practice from the third eye to the throat, to the heart, to the solar plexus. I hope this relaxes you. And now, at the end, you can either just open your eyes or take three deep breaths like we did in the beginning, in through your nose and out through your mouth. When you do these breathing exercises, what they do is they inherently and immediately relax the muscles in your neck, in your head, in your extremities, and it gives you an overall sense of peace. So with that, I hope you have an amazing day, and I'm sending you all of my love and light.